It's time for Geocaching with Kids! Welcome everyone to Geocaching with Kids. Today's going to be a little bit different. I will be joined by the family here in just a moment as today we are listening back on some of our highlights from the worldwide cash con that we had late last month. And the, our family, Baker Six Clan and the Nano Kids, we talked about how geocaching is for everyone. And with that, let's go ahead and jump in and listen to our segment on the worldwide cash con. We are we geocache because we love doing things outdoors as a family, as well as the family aspect of the geocaching community itself. Hey, everybody. All right, so we're all here, the family. So it's, of course, you've seen me a couple times today, but I don't cache alone. I cache with my wife and the kids, and we are, my wife and I are the Baker Six clan as we cache as a team. Mm -hmm. But if you've listened to geocaching with kids, you know my wife as the the chaos coordinator. Right, because there is a ton of chaos. I mean, it has been crazy here all day, but we're also joined by none other than our, the Nano Kids right over here. And we got, who do we got with us? Um, Cantu 5474, also known as Curtis. <laughs> Nikki, SW Dancer. All right, and back here on the back row, we got our little pups back here sleeping on the couch, right back here between, uh, with signals in between them. So, but we are so glad that you guys are with us, and this has been really exciting, and we really want to talk about how geocaching is for everyone. Um, I know a lot of people who are out there caching, and uh, you don't see a lot of kids caching, and that scares me because if we don't get younger people caching, then our favorite hobby that we all love uh, may start kind of dwindling off. So we need to reach those that are uh, younger. And we're going to hear from some different families that cash together. We saw fours, the Fours Awakens earlier, and we met them at Going Caching. And yes. my wife has her Going Caching shirt on. Missed that mega this year. Um, but that's one reason why we're doing this special event. So in the chat, I want you guys, I want you to put questions in there. Gary's going to be manning the chat, and we're going to have some of your questions that are going to come up here on the screen uh, that you may have for the nano kids uh so but one of the first questions i want to ask and this was came in through our um i post this question on facebook and i had a couple of people ask and they want to know between the two of you nikki and curtis what type of caches do you like to do because you either both of you have a little bit different style caching that you do even though we all cash together right. so nikki why don't you go ahead and go first A hard question. Um, I would say I would like um, gadget caches because it's just fun to um, try to figure them out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're my <laughs> they're my beta testers. So all right, Curtis. <laughs> um. Again, tough question to answer. Let's think. Um. I gotta say, gadget caches or smart caches. Okay. Like the ones that you have to like do a puzzle or something. They're fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Puzzles and doing something fun. Now, when we cache, a lot of times we may do some power runs, but we only do those generally once a year because that's not really how we really like caching. Because when you're caching with kids, you really want to make sure that you're hitting um, a lot of the larger caches and stuff that they're going to find stuff that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
so you know some of those caches that are going to have swag in them plus you got to make sure that you are planning appropriately um yeah you got to make sure that you have some potty breaks in there oh yeah um if you listen to one of our first uh podcasts you'll hear about a big mistake that was made by one of our good friends by not planning appropriate potty breaks. <laughs> so yeah, um, we're not going to throw Josh under the bus, but uh, you can anyway. check that one. It was like in the second month of the geocaching with the kids one. But, uh, you also uh, got to make sure you know where to stop for snacks. That's right. Um, I do remember when we uh, interviewed Neil Moore, he talked about taking his grandkids out for ice cream and stuff afterwards and making sure some of those stops were in there. Right. That's and that's, and that's one of the big things. When you're caching with kids and different things, you want to make sure that you're making it about them. Mm -hmm. um, don't make it, hey, we're going to be doing all these different caches right now because you're going to lose Stop interest. the FTF mentality. All right. So the FTF mentality. And this is something that I've really worked really hard with this last year. Let the kids find the cache. Yes. Okay. Don't go, oh, I got it. And then they're sitting there. They hadn't even gotten out of the car or whatever. Yeah. Don't do that. I, I had to I had to get on him um, last year when we did not this past um, run that we did, our power run. We, we have this Christmas at I guess it's after Christmas tradition, right? Yeah. We go on, um, we did it first time we did a geo art. And so we try to find a place that we can go on a long cash run. And the first year that we did it was great because it was walking around in the woods and stuff. And we kind of had some different um, caches to find different types of things we were looking for. And the, you know, it was nice to be walking in the woods and, and have some quiet. Then um, last year, with the year before last, yeah, we went up to Jackson, Tennessee, and it was the kids and us and my mom. And, well, we wound up sitting in the car, twiddling our thumbs, because Mr. FTF, FTF mentality, mentality was just bouncing out and grabbing the cash. So we're like, no, 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 no more of that. We've got to stop that. So. I am happy to say he is doing a much better job, right? Kiddos? I'm on the road to recovery. Yep. All right, so I'm doing a really quick break in right here because the other video that we got in here, which was from Roger and his son from the Netherlands, which was an absolutely amazing video, really would not translate well to an audio version. Um, for geocaching with kids because there were some really awesome caches that him and his son went to go see and you wouldn't be able to see those caches. So what I recommend is to go check out the Worldwide CacheCon and the geocaching is for everyone hour and I will have a link in the description below. So check that out and go check out Roger's channel. I'll also have that in a link down in the description below as well. So you want to check those out because he's got some really amazing adventures that him and his son do. So with that being said, now let's get back to the highlights from Worldwide CacheCon. Geocaching is for everyone. Sorry, train of thought because we're talking about trains and there is actually a train car that we can actually climb here locally. Um, that we may try and go do pretty soon. So I didn't know if you guys were up to that yet, but by watching Roger there, it looks like you guys might be ready to go try that out. Does that sound cool? Yes, that sounds very, very fun. All right. Well, so that's, these are these are caches that we are able to do now that uh, the kids are older. But I do remember, you know, when they were younger, when we first started caching, um, 
I remember a couple of the first caches that we found with some friends. Um, one of the ones we found, Curtis found. That's right. And he was the one that had to find it because he was four and he had little tiny hands. Right. And he was lower to the ground. We were searching and searching and searching. We couldn't find this thing. And all of a sudden, Curtis bends down. And he goes, what's this? And I'm thinking, oh, no, it's a piece of trash because I don't know how many of you parents out there, when you've got your little ones with you, you got to be on watch because they might grab some trash that's not so good. But then we can teach them um, about CEDO, right? Right. Uh, cash in, trash out. That's right. Um, but yeah, he found the first little cash and it was just a pill bottle, wasn't it? I think so. Right. And, but Hey Gary, we had a comment just a little bit ago. They were talking about holidays. Can you pop that one up on screen for me real quick? So they said, when they go on a holiday to a new place, we set aside caching time and tourist time. That way the kids don't feel uh, we are caching the whole the entire holiday. That is such an awesome tip because tip. once again, we have to split it up. I mean, remember holidays aren't all about us and what we want to do. We got to make sure that we're getting the kids and their activities in there as well. And a lot of different stuff. And we, we want them to stay interested into caching um, because as they get older and teenage years happen, a lot of times that, that interest kind of, kind of starts fading away. So we want to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. So any other comments guys over there? Pretty quiet. Yeah. I don't know why they're so quiet. They're usually, not this quiet. So, but Hey, uh, Gary, let's go ahead and run with that next video because as the kids are getting older, you got, you can start maybe getting a little bit more adventurous with some of the, um, if they're, your kids are into it, uh, be able to get into more adventurous, uh, finds like how Roger and his son did. Um, but if they're younger, you might want to, uh, try something a little bit different. And so I want to hear from shadow dragon and her son. Hi everybody. Hi Amy everybody. Here. Shadow Dragon One and my son Bubby. What do you like about geocaching? Um, they are fun. They're fun. What's fun about them? Um, they make them like different stuff sometimes. Yeah, they make them different like stuff sometimes. Like robots. Yeah. Dinosaurs, elephants, lizards. All kinds of fun stuff that you like, right? And cars. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Bubby. Bye, bye, <laughs> everybody. Bye, bye. See you bye, later. Bye, bye. Thank you. Geocaching really is for everybody, including kids. When I'm caching with my kid, though, it's a little different than when I'm caching by myself. If I'm caching alone, it's about getting outside, getting exercise, clearing my head. When I'm caching with him, it changes completely. It's about finding something that's gonna make a memory, something that's gonna make him light up. Um, whether it's a really creative cache container or just a really neat location. So a lot of times what it ends up being is a cache at a new park that we haven't been to where he gets to go and play or an adventure lab that takes us on a tour of sculptures we didn't know were in our town something that's just going to be enjoyable for the whole family. <laughs> He's not interested in finding bison tubes hanging in a tree or a magnet box on a guardrail, and I can't blame him. It's just not engaging for him. But if I can find regulars or larges that have swag for him to trade, or if it takes us to just a really neat place, he loves it. So check out those adventure labs, check out 
earth caches and virtuals, search by cache sizes, regulars and larges, search by favorite points. If it has a lot of favorite points, it's either a really cool cache or a really cool place. And don't forget that kid-friendly attribute. That's always gonna be a big indicator for a lot of times if it's something that a kid's gonna really enjoy, especially a little kid like a six-year-old. <laughs> All right. So that was, I really love that too. All the great tips there. And we just had a question or a comment. My special time with my grandkids ages 10 to six is uh, taking them geocaching. This spring we will uh, work together to build a gadget cache. I love that, that they will place and maintain looking forward to it. Yeah, we still have actually a couple of caches that you guys created as one of your um, challenges. Challenges. Yeah. Um, Actually, one of them is sitting in the school room right now. <laughs> yeah, that's my water tower in the school room. Yeah. Yeah. So might, because we haven't found a place for it, it might uh, become a uh, pencil tower instead of a water tower quite quickly. Right. So and, and if you don't know, um, we do have several different challenge, uh, challenges and cha channels and stuff like that. Um, myself, of course, you know about Behind the Cash and then uh, which is um, you've seen the commercial throughout the day. Um, but also um, the kids have their own channel. And I want them to tell you a little bit about it because the goal of that channel is to get families and others out caching. Uh, but Nikki and Curtis, why don't you tell them a little bit about your channel and how they can find it? So our channel is the Nano Kids, and we go out and find caches. And um, it has sort of like a theme. Like, so we have challenges. Um, so we get a cache according to that challenge, and then we um, we then then you guys uh, roll then them. we announce the theme mm -hmm. challenge, and we tell them what they're gonna win because we always have a drawing at the next month for the last month's challenge. Mm -hmm. That's right, and. Those challenges are a lot of fun for them to do, and and the kind of the drawings that they'll what they give what they have are their own trackable. So if you like the trackables and stuff like that, they have that. They have their own path tag, and you, the easiest way for you to find them if you want to go check out their channel and see their challenges each month, they have a new challenge every month. It's the nanokids.com, and it's just a lot of fun. And we've had a lot of comments from a lot of the different kids and families to say, hey, they absolutely love this, and it's just another way for them to get out. And, and do this different things. We always make sure that we throw out a bunch of ideas and we pick it all together. So that it is a family challenge and it is kid friendly because right. that's what's important um, when you're when you're caching um, as a family. But another one of the things that we talked about that we were going to talk about this hour was right. caching with disabilities. Now, a lot of you may think that it means this, um, which it does. But there are. You know, that's where we want to make sure that we have caches. Um, be mindful when you're placing new caches to put them near, you know, uh, paved pathways so that those who are on wheelchairs or scooters or what have you can get to those. Parking grabs are perfect uh, for a disabled uh, cacher. Right. But there is more than just the um, what you can see or what I would term as visible caches. Um, or not mm -hmm. visible caches. Visible right. disabilities. Visible disabilities. Then we come into what's called uh, invisible disabilities. And that includes things like depression, anxiety, social anxiety. You can't see those things. One of the biggest ones that I have um, that's 
actually near and dear to our hearts right. is autism because um, Curtis, well, his superpower is autism, isn't it, bud? Um, and so this is something that we got into and um, it's great for people. Um, I would say it's great for autistic uh, people, autistic kids, because you can go out, you can be by yourself. You don't have to be near anybody. And it doesn't matter what you do when you go to find that cash. That's right. Um, and one of the things that I appreciate so much about the caching community. <laughs> yeah, I was saying the same thing. Is how open and loving and accepting everybody is. You know, nobody has said a thing. Um, uh, one of our dogs back here, the one that's scratching, he's actually trackable, but he doesn't have his tracker on. He's actually a service dog. <laughs> um, he's a fully trained service dog. Chewy. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh. Hi, Chewy. Um, anyway, he is uh, Curtis's service dog. And he comes with us wherever we go. Um, and he actually, I don't know, maybe you saw, uh, you might have seen him at um, Gia Woodstock uh, in Texas. Going caching, Joshua. And oh, yeah, that. and going caching. Yep. Um, in 2019. Yep. Um, so he's actually part of our caching family and part of our caching team. So, yeah, even our caching animals are something that we need to look out for when we're caching. So caching really is for everyone yep. and every. Um, well, and our animals too. Yeah. Except for fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish might be a little hard, buddy. Yeah. Unless they have like psychic powers, but they can make a water bone. Mm. Yes. Fish aren't that like unsophisticated to do that. Uh, yeah. Aliens, yeah. maybe. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, also, uh, kids say the darndest things, Hour. So, all right. I'm going to put Chewie back down. Chewie. Hi. Nope. Oh. Okay. He's going to go check out the kids for a little bit. But He's also, right one of the things. I wanted to really mention as well is that, um, hey, hooray for GeoPeps and service dogs. Thank you. But uh, one of the things, when you place a cache, a lot of people don't realize that the that one terrain, what it really means. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. If if you put it out and say, well, they can just walk up to it. it but, but look at what's around there. Is there a curb? So if it has a curb, if somebody in a wheelchair, they can't, it's not as easy for them to go up over that. Can, if they're sitting in a wheelchair, do they, how, can they reach up to it or can they bend down to it? Does it have to bend down to it? Look really at the terrain of that. You've got to make sure that it is um, handicap accessible, that mm -hmm. you get to it in a wheelchair. So there's a lot of different things that you really have to look at because I've seen one terrains and it was on a slight incline with grass off of a sidewalk. Well, they can't get to that. It's really hard. So you've got to be really careful what that one terrain is because you don't want to exclude anybody. And not every cache is for everybody, but when you put that one on there, you need to make sure. Well, and make sure that if it, if you have that one terrain and it is handicap accessible, go ahead and make sure that you um, uh, post it or whatever with publish it with that, um, that icon on there. Right. Because people can, you know, in our nice little searches that we can do on our various apps, you can, um, you can search those types of things. Right. So. And you're welcome. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of invisible difficulties. Um, there's some people that uh, are blind that are caching and that's really cool. I mean, and then mm -hmm. like for Curtis, um, he also has sensory issues and getting out there into the woods and doing different things. Um, that there adds that extra sensory. Um, and also of course, just getting out with the kids as the kids are getting more and more, especially in this time of, uh, this pandemic where 
a lot more on devices and I, we struggle with that too. Oh, so yeah. don't, don't think that we're, we're perfect in this. But one thing that oh, we have actually been able to do that has helped out a lot is geocaching has worked for it. Cause I know a lot of you um, moms who didn't intend on being a teacher are now teachers because we're doing visible or not visible virtual school. I've been doing virtual school for a long time um, because it just fit into uh, what we needed uh, for Curtis and now for Nikki and the environment. And, you know, it's, it's hard when you are different from everybody else, you get bullied. So we pulled them out and we're doing virtual school, but guess what geocaching does? It counts as PE. That's right. And that PE, and that PE can be really hard. Um, most common uh, invisible disability is uh, osteoarthritis. And most people, um, at, yes, they age and get it. I actually have it too. Um, so if you struggle with something like that, consider that when you place a cache. Yeah. You want to make sure that it's going to be easy to grab the cache sometimes. Right. If, you're, if you're looking for that one, one, um, you know, think about arthritis, all those kind of different things. Okay. You know, can anybody grab that cache? Right. Because we want to make it available for anybody. That's right. And then, like I said, geocaching is for anybody and everyone. And we really want this great, this game, this hobby, the sport, really to grow. And um, so that's just really cool. And I hope, I think I can see it. This is something I want to show you with Chewy. See how Chewy's sitting in Curtis's lap right now, um, which is really one of his things he's doing. And guess his name is Chewy, um, for short for Chewbacca. And the command that he's actually doing right now is what we call force push. So, um, so that's just... He actually watches TV. Yes. Yeah, he does watch TV and he loves watching TV with you. Yep. And every yeah, he time does. he sees some kind of animal, he has to bark at it. <laughs> yeah. Even a fish. He's protecting you. Yep, he, he really is protecting. He really looks out for Curtis. Um, and it was really great. Um, and that's something else. A lot of us do cash with geopups and service dogs. And I think that's a really, really cool way of doing these different activities. So I just really, really want to encourage those that are watching and are hiding caches to really watch um, – your the way you classify your caches on the terrain and everything. Well, and and if you didn't know if you're brand new to geocaching, um, they do have this thing where you can put a trackable on your animal. Yep. Um. So yeah, Chewy, when we take him, he's fully he's uh, trackable. Um. And we don't have his coin up here, but maybe we'll. Yeah, we may end up designing a service dog path tag for him. That would be actually. That's really that'd cool. be kind of cool. So, uh, anybody hit me up uh, if you want to design the path tag for me. Would love to see it. But um, we want to hear from one other family uh, that caches as a family, and that's the Hoosier Cashers in their Indiana. And they they are really cool. We've interviewed them once on uh, Geocaching with Kids here on the Geocache Talk Network. But want to hear from them now. Hey, welcome to the Hoosier Cache Hunters. We are a geocaching family located in Northeast Indiana. We have a YouTube channel and we share our geocaching adventures with our whole family with the idea of promoting geocaching as a family activity. And that's because that's what we love to do. Um, I have my oldest daughter here, Deepup1, and one of our cats. <laughs> Charlotte, what do you like to do? What, what's your favorite thing about geocaching besides that it's just fun? Mm, I get to go and see new places. Mm-hmm. And 
spend time with family. Spend time with family. What are your some of your favorite geocaches that you have found? Hmm. Well, let me say this. What type of geocaches do you like to find? Um, probably most likely traditional. Traditional geocaches. Do you like mm -hmm. puzzles or do you have a hard time with those? Depends on what the puzzle's with about. What is some of your favorite, like earth caches? We've just oh, yeah. recently been to an earth cache. What do you like about earth caches? You learn about the land. Learn about the science of it, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she also is getting really good at finding harder geocaches because she's our oldest kid. Um, one thing that we do as a family is that we also take turns. So if we're geocaching as a family and we have all three kids with us, we will like stop and do a cache. Uh, sometimes we really focus on trails if in the midday to where we are going out and we're going into a hiking woods and we find several geocaches. That way we're getting out, we're moving, we're exercising. Um, but if we're just picking up like cemetery caches or this caches and we're out for the day just traveling around, we actually take turns. So, um, because, well, kids are kids, right? <laughs> she handles it really well. She's a good older sister and she lets the younger ones find them when we're all doing them. She like finds it and winks at me, right? <laughs> like it's over there. And then um, one of the two boys have it. So um, we do that as well. Um, what else do you like about geocaching? Um, why is this, why can this be a family activity? Cause everyone can do it and it can be an activity for everyone. What do you think about kids with disabilities? Do you think they could do geocaching? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, all right. I'm going to go get Mighty E Eagle and ask him a lot of the same questions. I'm taking the cat. All right. Well, this is my son, Mighty E Eagle. He is seven. Hi. What he started caching when he was, well, I guess we're going on to almost three years of geocaching. So he was about four when we started. Yeah, that's correct. What do you, what do you like about geocaching? Um, I like getting like the toys. And what do we do as a family for swag? Because we make our own swag. Mm -hmm. What's that called? Um, like keychains and stuff. Well, keychains. We also make geocachelets, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we Even make our swag. And we make bracelets too. That's what mom does. That's what the geocachelets are. They're actually like a beaded bracelet. It's very cheap and affordable to make. Um, and then what's your favorite type of caches to find? Um, like the huge ones, like like ammo cans. Oh, we love ammo cans, don't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and what about like favorite places to go geocaching? Um, the, the best one we have going to is like the big waterfall. So last summer we did an Indiana Geo Tour, a Geo Tour of Indiana, and we went and found Indiana's highest waterfall is over on the west side of the state. And there was an earth cache there, and there was also a traditional. But finding those really cool places while we go out and geocache, that's a highlight because these kids get to see those. I didn't know Indiana had a highest waterfall. I don't think of Indiana as a waterfall type state, but... It does. 
So finding those hidden gems within our own uh, state has really helped. <laughs> do you mind riding in the car a lot when we go geocaching? No, not all, because I get to play the tablet. We let them play games in the car, so we make the the traveling a lot of fun, and that way it can be entertaining for all of them. Now, sometimes I told them earlier that we take turns finding geocaches. Is that a good way to do it so you get to find your own geocache? Yeah. Yeah. What else do you want to add? So I let I let it, it like if you like go geocaching a lot and um, when you like when you walk it actually makes you exercise. It does. You you get out and move, don't we? Yeah. And moving keeps us healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing why you love geocaching, mighty. E so this is our youngest. He is now four years old. <laughs> So he started geocaching when he was just one. We were ta he we started tagging him along, and his he actually has a geocaching account. His name is Little Bear Hunter, and he's gotten pretty good at finding geocaches, haven't you? Do you like geocaching with us? What's your favorite type of geocache? You like finding the big ones or the small ones? The big ones that. For toys to fit in bay ones. That's why I love geocaching. And do you like going in walks in the woods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my husband. I call him the geocaching half-blood because he doesn't have an account. He just caches on my account. He does find them. I wrapped him into doing this and drug him along. And because... I mean, what do you like about geocaching? Like, not the actual geocaching, but what what about it being a family activity do you like? I enjoy the places that we go because they're, sometimes they're really unique places you wouldn't find without a geocache leading you there because it's like, the, I could say, the hidden gem of a community. Mm -hmm. What has been one of the, the neatest places that you and we have found that we wouldn't have found unless I said, oh, hey, there's a geocache there? Maybe the waterfall. I don't know. Apparently that was a big highlight of last <laughs> year. Uh, Charlotte brought that up and also uh, Mighty Eagle. So the highest waterfall in Indiana. That was pretty neat. I didn't even know there was really a qualification for that in Indiana. That's what I said. <laughs> um, and you really like history. Mm -hmm. And you like the history of cemeteries. And so, of course, in Indiana, geocaches and cemeteries are allowed and so we really seek those out. Number one, the kids can get out of the car. Number two, we teach them respect about a cemetery, like no climbing, walking over headstones and stuff like that. Um, but you really, what do you like most about like the cemeteries? Just reading dates and some of the unique stones. Oh yeah. Sometimes names. Yeah, the names, some of these names, oh my gosh. And then Sometimes, like, we've, we've found, <laughs> this is lucky, um, we've found geocache or geocaches in cemeteries that have French and German on stones, and that's really cool. We found revolutionary soldiers' um, tombstones, um, and civil, obviously Civil War tombstones, but that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, I call him the Half-Blood, he caches with me, but it took him a little over a year to actually, like, he was getting out his phone and actually like trying to figure out where the geocache was. Um, if I said like you like finding geocaches, 
what are the type of geocaches that you like to find with me or mm. like to search with me for? Mm. I'm not a fan of puzzle ones. Not a fan of puzzles, but what are you a fan of? Well, I'll just say not a big fan of puzzles, not a big fan of pine trees. <laughs> the rest of them's fine. The rest of them's fine. So you're like excluding the ones that you don't like. Yeah, that's easier to sum up. <laughs> pine trees. Oh, they could be my nemesis. But um, I think one of the ones that you really like finding are the harder, more difficult ones that are hidden in plain sight, like everyday objects that are that are there that just happen to be a geocache and everybody walks past it every day. I do like them because yeah. they take creativity. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we as a family, we geocache as a family because it gives us a focus on our travels and it gives a focus on family adventures. You can check out our channels at the Hoosier Cache Hunters on YouTube and you can catch us over there. Bye. I just love that. Uh, I love how he's a snuggle muggle. And I know a lot of you out there that are caching have snuggle muggles and um, is what I call them. But I just think that's really cool. And I've seen a lot of how they cache as a family, how they take turns and different things. I just really love that. I can't wait until things open up again. And we have talked about going and caching together. So that would be an awesome. That'd be an adventure. awesome time. I also liked, um, you know, I was, they were talking about history because me, I'm the history person. I love history. Um, we'll be caching. We'll be going someplace. And I'm one of those ones that will stop and read every sign because I want to know what happened there. And so I have this um, habit now of when I go there, instead of reading, I have to take a picture. And then I read it later Right. Or I'm going to put it in the scrapbook because y'all don't like it when I stop reading signs, do you? No, no. it just gets boring. It just takes too long. <laughs> now I want to burn a dot on me. Yeah, it's been painful. <laughs> I've seen a video once where the birds were dive bombing the cat. The cat didn't even care. It was so hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that's one of the things. And, you know, as, um, as we're all, you know, trying to adjust to everything, adjust to caching in the pandemic and caching with disabilities or caching with, you know, cause caching is for everyone. Um, here's an idea for you moms out there that may have to have that kind of thing that we have. You guys are going to finish up school early, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, yeah we are. Um, so you'll have, you might have some extra hours and extra, <laughs> yeah, you might have some <laughs> extra time. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the, um, so I just thought as they, as they were talking about history and waterfalls, um, a project that you can do is to play, pay, place a cache, place an earth cache and do a project on geology, place a historical fat, uh, cache, and there's an extra history project. And guess what? caching will count as school hours that's right so keep it going right and i wanted to make mention um, we mentioned about the kids channel uh, the nano kids earlier and that's for them for the there but and we also were talking about disabilities and jess has a channel that's called uh, my spectral life and you can find it at myspectrumlife.com and it's about autism and awareness and how um, and you can help acceptance. with that and acceptance uh -huh. And really talks about that. So go check that out. She does a weekly podcast on there. And it's just a really great way. And a lot of times we do use caching as ways in there. And it's just mm -hmm. something that one of those invisible 
um, it's an disability, invisible disability that people can cash with. And it's a great uh, geocaching works hand in hand with something like this because it's a great outdoor activity to get exercise, but also that you can, you know, be socially distanced like um, that was talked about in the previous hour, but we can just be ourselves out in the outdoors and have fun. That's right. Um, Cause that's, that's what it's about is having fun. All right. And maybe learning something along the way. Right. As you can hear, the Worldwide Cash Con was just a great event, and I was so proud to be able to be part of that event put on by the Geocache Talk Network. It was a really great honor and a lot of fun, and I just cannot believe how many people tuned in and watched live, and then also we've gone back and listened to it and since we've done it. So... If you haven't listened to it yet or watched it yet, what are you doing? Go check it out. There's a link in the description down below, so check that out. You do not want to miss it. A lot of fun, and you get to hear from so many different people in the geocaching community. All right. Thank you for joining us, and once again, thanks to the Geocache Talk Network for allowing us to do geocaching with kids, and we truly do believe that geocaching is for everyone. <laughs>